Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision-making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. I do want to talk to Hannah, Ray, before we go to our around the room. Somebody's going to sit on the phone this early and ask a question. We'll go to it. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. We'll go around the room in one second and check in with everybody. But Hannah is on from Louisiana. Hannah, what's going on? Good morning. Hi. Morning, studio. Morning. Um, well, I just got engaged, and I'm currently going through nursing school. I'm back, going back to school for my bachelor's. Um, so I kind of wanted to see if you had any advice from the show uh, regarding, like, newly engaged folks yeah i mean i get you and your fiance really should talk about goals and what you want to do and where you want to do them because if that comes up a little later it's very difficult to navigate yeah it's some of the stuff that i wish i'd have been better at when i was engaged even before that i go on this is what i want to do this is how i want to do it that way it's not a surprise when i go all right we're going to costa rica for two months to live. She's like, Kale's like, what? <laughs> so it's just that part of the communication. When people go, communicate, I always roll my eyes because you should just do that better in general anyway. And it's such a, a broad term, generic term. But with you going back to school, with you going to nursing school, there are going to be pressures on you on your time. And it's just expectations of each other and what your goals are. So you kind of know what to expect from the other person as well. Because that can be a thing when all of a sudden you want to work overnight. You have to work overnights because you're a nurse. And he's like, well, we did, this wasn't the plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're going to work all night. And mm-hmm. now I, so it's that. Talk about what could happen, possible pitfalls. But that's what I would say. Amy, what do you think? Well, I think any type of therapy work you can do together before you get married would be great. So that way you can take those tools into your relationship and make sure you're both willing to, to work on things because you're going to evolve. Things are going to happen and that way you'll be prepared. And also if you're going back to school full time, that's a financial obligation Yeah, yeah. that maybe 
needs to be discussed because, again, that could be a little tougher than you thought. Mostly it's just preparing yourself for what could possibly pop up so when it does, you're ready. Because a lot of times that happens. I wish I'd have known. But I didn't know. There was no way for me to know. Even though... Eddie's been married for like 100 years. Didn't say a dang word to me about nah, it. No, I didn't. Mm. Didn't want to warn me at all. Well, my, my biggest thing is like be debt-free, but you were debt-free, so yeah. you were good to go. That's true. That's true. All right, Hannah, good luck with school. I hope it works out awesome. Okay, thank you. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> all right, now let's go around the room. Here we go. Up first, here is our video producer, Eddie. Let's go, Eddie. So my wife's car broke down a couple of weeks ago, and we took it to the shop, and they were like, this is going to be a big thing. It could be about $3,000 to fix this. Well, it's got over 200,000 miles on it, and so we started discussing, like, well, we're going to just buy a new car. I think it's time to do that. No one wants to buy a new car. So we started looking at cars. It took about a week. We finally picked one out, and then before we bought it, before we committed, we asked, like, the the shop, like, do we pick up the car? Like, yeah, come pick it up. It's going to be 100 bucks for the diagnostic. Old the old car. Yeah. So we pick up the old car. Dude, it works great. The diagnostic saved it? Like, they, I don't know if, here's the thing. Did they fix it and not tell us? Did they, were they overcharging us saying $3,000 when in reality it was really just like a, a loose nut? Something happened to where we've been driving around for a week now and it drives perfect. I would say that eventually the car is going to crap out again. That's what I'm thinking. You may have a couple months, though. But hey. eventually it's going to crap out again. Bought some time. Because it's an old car. It's 200,000 miles. Correct. So you did buy a little time if you need to save up a little money. Yeah, I, I thought, honestly, they were like, let's charge them $3,000. Yeah, I'd be cool. And, and then, then after like, a while. No. They were like, okay, just get 100 out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to have to get a new car. It just depends on do you feel like you can do it now or do you need to wait a couple months? I definitely need to wait a couple months. Okay, well, then wait a couple yeah. months. All right, let's box it up, baby. Let's go. I figured out another way I'm going to get rich, guys. I see these crazy lawsuits that people file, and I need to start going to look for lawsuits. So there's this guy. He went to Buffalo Wild Wings, and he ordered some boneless oh wings. I saw this story. I didn't <laughs> I did bring it up it. on the show. Go ahead. And so he ate them, and he goes, man, I don't think these are actually wings. They're more like chicken nuggets. And so he's suing because he says, hey, you guys say they're wings when they're not really wings. So it's false advertising. So he is suing them for $9 million. That's crazy. Oh, I think this guy should be sued for stupid lawsuits. Yeah. But that's crazy. Because even Buffalo Wild Wings is saying like, yeah, you're right. They're not real wings. Like, and they it, said there's no ham in their hamburgers either. <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> Got him. But you want to be like this guy and try to find... I mean, if I'm going to get rich. But he's not going to get rich. He's going to make no money. He's not going to make $9 million? He's not going to make any money. It says It's like people who sue Subway for no tuna in their subs, even though it's a tuna sub. Unknown to the plaintiff and other consumers, the products are not wings at all, but instead slices of chicken breast, meat free, deep fried like wings. Uh. Instead, the products are more like in composition to a chicken nugget. Not a chicken wing. But a nugget. Define the size of a nugget. Maybe it's not big as a gold nugget. Sue them for that. It's so dumb. This yeah. is not the kind of person you want to be. And but you don't know how to sue anybody anyway. I really don't know how, yeah. but I mean. Me either. I've never done it either. <laughs> All right, next up, Amy, everybody, let's go. So this is just a reminder to anyone that, you know, might be getting married. You can rent a wedding dress. Why don't you tell her that on the phone? Oh, that could have been my advice. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now she hung up. Maybe she's still listening. Oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> so my friend, she sent me a note. She was like, hey, I'm going to be going to this one place to look at wedding dresses to rent if you want to come and I thought oh my gosh yes I was in my cousin's wedding years ago and she got did, went to a place where we got to rent our bridesmaids dresses which was amazing but I never thought about renting your actual bridal gown which has got to be a huge money saver and I guess if you're just not that sentimental or you don't want to hold on to it forever then it's amazing there's no reason 
if you don't have to, to buy your wedding dress. Yeah. It, in theory, it's like, I want to keep it forever. You're never going to wear it again. Maybe once. It is a waste. Well, I wouldn't call it a waste because it's special. But I'm just saying, just keep this in mind as an option. It's if... special, but it's a waste. What are you going to do with it? Leave like, it in a box? Oh, I have some friends that absolutely would not be able to do this. They'd be like, heck no, well, I wouldn't give up my wedding dress if experience. If you can get even a greater dress, you get to have all of it. You put it on, do the pictures. Yeah. Maybe I'm just so practical. The sentimental part is not there as much. I would rent it. I'm saying I, I my dress was $200 from jcrew.com oh, wow. back the in flex. the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, thank you. Ray, hit me up. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he likes to golf with Eddie, and I'm sure he's had a Manny Petty. Bobby Bones. There it is. Thank oh, wow. you. So let me say, this wasn't brought up, and I only saw it on Instagram story. We won an award at that big radio convention that was in town last week. Woo! We won like radio personality of the year. I didn't. But we weren't there, right? We didn't know we were up for it. Exactly. That's my point. We've gone before, but it's been like, hey, you're up for this. You need to go. This time they didn't say a dang word. I got an email going, hey, congrats (laughs) on winning the award. And then I'm like, what award? And I'm searching the internet. I don't show award. I can't find it. And then finally, like, somebody tagged us on an Instagram story that we had won. Like, yeah. Radio Personality of the Year. Did anybody from the show go to that? Morgan, did you go? No, I didn't go to that event. Man. I should have. We were the people that didn't show up for the award. Hey, so so that, who, who accepted it? Nobody. So that means they said the winner is, and no one went up and got it? No one even stood that's up? Not good, no one guys. clapped? That's, that's... <laughs> we didn't know. We were up for it. Oh, man. So I'd like to apologize to the committee, the governing body. Of course. But also say thank you to the listeners. Yeah. Because of you, we won an award we didn't go to. Wow. So, yay us. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. Yep, it's that time. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Oh, Bobby Bones. I recently moved into a new apartment and have developed a crush on my downstairs neighbor. He looks like my type. To a T. He drives a cool truck, goes to the gym, and is very friendly when I encounter him in the stairwell. We've had a few really nice encounters. My roommate thinks I should ask him out. I'm a little hesitant since we live in the same building. What if it doesn't work out? Should I ask out my cute neighbor? Sign, Natalie the neighbor. So I see your question here. What if it doesn't work out? My response would be, what if it does? Uh-huh. Hey. Also, what do you have to lose? So what? You have a couple awkward interactions. It's not like you work with them. It almost affects nothing if, one, he says no or it ends up not working out. You're risking, what, a little awkwardness? This is not one of those where I go, hey, make sure, because in the end, it could turn out really bad. I guess if he turns into a stalker. But other than that, I think you're all good. I think if you want to go out with them, you be bold. Go ahead and ask him out. Although I would think if he wanted to ask you out, maybe he would be about to do it soon or would have done it as well. Especially if it's a cool truck. Cool truck guys usually ask out, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you have nothing. And it's also not the exact next door neighbor. Yeah. I still think you could do that, but that would be a little more awkward. If it's somebody lives below you, when do you ever go down to that floor? You risk seeing them when you pull up and you park in the parking lot mm-hmm. and occasionally in the stairwell. So, be bold. Ask them out. Leave a note on the door. What do you think, Amy? Leave a note on their door? Well, no, I'd probably just DM them, but I just... <laughs> You know, okay. it's, a, it's a part of it. Uh, you know, I was just thinking about worst case scenario. You'd... But don't do worst because then you got to do best. Okay, sorry. I was going to say you'd have to move. <laughs> best case scenario is... You get married and live happily ever after. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you combine apartments up on the top floor. You knock out the... Yeah. You knock it out. Boom. And that's just one apartment's real tall. Yeah, <laughs> that's I don't cool. Like, that's a bad idea. Like a penthouse. Do you think she should ask him out? 
Yes, I think that she should. There's no harm in that. Like you said, there's it's a, it's occasional bump in, maybe at the mailbox, maybe in the stairs. But how often are y'all always right. arriving, coming, and going at the same time? Eddie, no, guys, you're missing a big part here. What? Look, what? look, it's not worth it. Say it doesn't work out, and now you have to see him date. And like, oh, he's bringing a girl. Well, you're not in love with them. Yeah. He's you not your ex. Look, look, look you psycho. tried it. You tried it. <laughs> but you're going to feel that way anyway, even if you don't ask him Every out. time you see a girl go up there, you're like, oh, that hurts my but heart. But if you don't ask him out, you're going to be thinking, that could have been me. Yeah, that you're going to be... feel that way if even if you don't ask him out. Hey, yeah. I don't want to risk it. Don't mess with it. Don't mess with it. Yeah, what's the best case scenario? You get married, lots of kids. Okay, fine. Worst case scenario, you're going to see all his girls go and up there. And your lease is for a year, so you'll see him for another eight months. Congratulations. Move on with your Ask life. him out. <laughs> yeah. Weigh them. Best and worst. Best is way heavier than worst. Yeah, the family, the kids, it's all. Yeah, and what's worst? You gotta move? You gotta see the girls go up there. Who cares? But you're, like Bobby said, you're not, that's like psycho if you're upset. You're outside, you're grilling. Okay, so here's the deal. Let's say they have a long relationship and it goes great. Then they break up. Then you gotta see the girls. That part stinks. That's what I'm talking about. But then you had a long relationship that you probably learned something from about yourself. Yeah, and at that point your lease is up. Yeah, lunchbox. It's easy. You sit out there, and when he pulls up, you have that. There's a song that goes, "That truck would look great with me up in it." I think it's for Georgia Line, Georgia Line Cruise. And you play that over and over again until it gets a hit, and you get to go in that truck. Okay. Well, there's our answer. Three oh of us God. say yes. One says no. Nope. Did you not like that? That was creepy. But thank you. <laughs> Close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Uh, the question is, how much can I take? Meaning, Lunchbox and I started a little business together. We went in and bought this storage unit and everything inside of it without really seeing it, just a picture of it. We had all these shoes. And Lunchbox has been selling shoes. And the deal was I'd pay for 75% of it. He would do the work. And then we'd split the money. I don't have any money. We've been... How long? How long we do this? It's been a long time. A couple months, man. No, not no, a couple months. No, longer than that. Oh, way longer. Last summer. Oh, my. <laughs> I still have seen no money. And he... Apparently something else went wrong where I just think I'm being scammed. I think scam alert on Lunchbox. I think I'm being scammed by him. What's happened now? Uh, we've been scammed. Oh. Go ahead. So, we sold a pair of shoes. They were some Bally's, nice dress shoes, almost pretty much brand new. They went for like $120. I shipped them out down to Miami. Uh, someone signed for them. And then they filed a complaint with eBay saying they never received their item. And eBay... Did a review and granted a $120 refund to that person. And I have... Why do we care about that, though? Uh, because that took $120. We, we sent the shoes. They were signed for. I sent them to the same address that they gave well, me. we got paid. Yes, and then eBay took the money back. So it took it out of our account. So we lost the shoes and the money. Oh, Yes, boy. and eBay didn't even okay. give me a chance to, okay. like... If it's not... The What's glass room is just laughing so hard. It says, hi, we reviewed this case and decided to issue so the buyer stupid. a full refund. A refund of $119.15 was issued onto the buyer. The refund includes the purchase price plus shipping. The amount will be deducted from your account. Like, oh. hello? Uh, no, I sent them FedEx. They signed for them. Like, how is this our fault? We, I feel like this person probably buys stuff and then hits up eBay and says, oh, I didn't get them. And then they just get their money back. We got scammed. And I would go, oh, man, that stinks for us. But it's been one thing after the other constantly. I know. You don't no, 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 with you. With you. <laughs> you don't realize the, the, the pitfalls of opening a business. Like, you think, oh, being an entrepreneur is easy, guys. No one it's thinks not, that. It's not for the faint of heart. That's why we're going to keep persevering, and we're going to figure out how to get this resolved. But <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> this is so I dumb. Hey, you, do you believe in Bones? 
I sent him screenshots. Do you believe that I he actually say, sent the shoes? I would say yes, but it's always something going wrong right. that I'm not getting my money. Listen, I believe he sent the shoes, but being in business with him, if karma's real, is like, oh gosh. Why are you guys laughing you know? so hard in there? What do you think's happening? Just because he bungles everything, it seems like from this locker. How how did I bungle well, it? I mailed. I haven't seen any of my money. I mailed the shoes on March first. They were they were signed for on March March third, and then this person says, "Oh, they never got them." Like, how can I control? If this isolated. I would go, dang, that stinks. For no, me. this is isolated. We it's got the, It's like the eighth thing. There's one reason after the other that we're not. You're not giving me my money. And you're sitting on it. And you're like, yeah, we made a bunch, but I can't give it to you yet. I'm going to give a big and, check. No, no. I was going to give you a big check. Now the check just got a little smaller. Mm. I mean, I don't understand how eBay just go ahead, goes ahead and says, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're cool. And gives them their money back. Should I just give up and go, I lost that money? All of it? How All much, of it. How much is that? What's, no, no. We, what, we, what, we, what's we, your loss? We, we put $220 into this. And so I put in like, one, like 150 or something. Eesh. Not bad. And we're making money. And then we had this great when night. When can I have my money? You said the Monday after your birthday you wanted it. You wanted the big check I presentation. I like going to keep setting me up with things. So I, I mean, feel, when it doesn't happen, I'm like, oh, well, that makes no, sense. No, no, this isn't a setup. I, I logged into eBay to see this, and I was like. I know. I, and by itself, I would feel like, oh, that stinks. But it's just one thing after the other. And I called my wife in here, and I was like, I'm being scammed. I'm being scammed. I know, um, you're not a quitter. Mike, did you see me? I, I sent you the stuff about eBay. I mean, it's from legit eBay. Did you see the screenshots, Mike? Yeah. eBay customers. But support. how do they just take our money and not ever check with us to see? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. This. I'm new to eBay, but all of a sudden I got said, "Oh, this case." His account is so new; they probably trust the other person based on their their ratings and their stars. <laughs> Plus, we did this. We started this whole thing a year ago. Why is it taking you so dang long to sell these shoes? Exactly. Like you bought them in April of 2022. They should have been sold in May of 2022. Wow. <laughs> and we're sitting here a whole year later, it's like not a whole year. Like old heck. ladies who use eBay, but you can't figure it out. No, I did use it. I sold them. I shipped them. I got the person's address. <laughs> I did everything right. And then they sit there and hit up, hit up eBay and do this. And so like I, I, eBay, <laughs> it's Forrest Gump eBay. That's the problem. He's on eBay. So he's on eBay. So, so I think this person no. does what Scuba said. They find new people to eBay. Uh -huh. But you can't keep doing that from one account, or they're going to kill it. <sighs> Man. Well, they got some nice shoes for free. So the Monday after my birthday, which is like April 3rd, I think, yeah. I get my check. Yep. Man, that's just sad, man. I can't believe people do this. Like, we're out here trying to start a business, and they're out here we're scamming really us. a business, but it, it reminds me why we shouldn't go into business with him. No, no, no. We're still good. We're still in the positives. Yeah, but, but we just lost 60 bucks I know. each. I know. And it's like the eighth mm. thing we've lost. Mm -hmm. Or time, or... People are bidding on it, not giving money, or you can't log in, or I know he looks so sad. <laughs> but you know what? Like Amy I know, said, like the this Yeezy, is karma. The Yeezys we had, someone paid 170 for them, then they never paid, so they're back up, man. Yeah, and like no one's bidding now. He does this to business businesses all the time. Yes, oh, you. you're right. He cheats yes. business out of stuff all the time. That's this is right. his deal. And so now we're getting cheated because he's the cheater. Yes, this is so That's dumb. Okay, the, yeah, I'm gonna play this song. Well, good morning, everybody. Oh, man. <laughs> to everybody but him, who just cost us 60 bucks each. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So how do you think most college kids spend spring break? Drinking. Maybe going to the beach if they're near one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're not in college. No, nah, but we did that. Nah, we did it. Man, it was Been fun. there. 80 years ago. <laughs> Do it again. Go ahead. 
Well, Warren Wilson College has a bunch of amazing students because they volunteered for the Asheville Area Habitat for Humanity during their spring break, and they helped build nine houses for families. Once we sent Ray to spring break as an adult to party with kids. Ray, how old were you when we did that? Good gosh, I was 25. Yeah, and he wanted to go. (laughs) We were like, well, you can go, but you have to report back every day. And it was just him and a bunch of like 19-year-olds for four or five days. And he ended up like staying with some random kid's house. Yeah, because he had nowhere. He just went down there with a car. That's crazy. He's gonna sleep in his car. And it it was this was a wild place back in the day, for sure. All right, good story. That is what it's all about. That was tell me something good. I'm gonna read an email, and I didn't put this in the mailbag because it's gonna take a full segment to go through this, but. They write, hello, Bobby Bones. I heard you mention the other day that you don't get to pick what songs are played on the radio. Just wondering which favorite song on the radio is right now. Signed, Justin. The deal is, yeah, the the songs that are played, I don't program the music. But if I want to play something, I can. I just don't want to pick all the music. So, but here are my three favorite radio singles right now. I mean, the songs that they're trying to get to number one or move up the charts, etc. Number three, I'm going to play it in full. A massive fan of her. She came on a podcast and she talked about being in town for 12 years before anything worked. And she was just grinding. She stayed the same style. And people were like, that'll never work. That's too country. That'll never work. Well, wouldn't you know, she's super talented. And finally, people, you know, got their eyes and their ears checked. Her name is Haley Witters. This is my third favorite song right now on the radio. This is called Everything She Ain't. We'll do number two and number one next. That was number three because the email said, what's your favorite song on the radio right now? That was Haley Witter's Everything She Ain't. Number two is Morgan Evans' Over For You. This song's real good. This song, I think a lot of people can relate to, and it doesn't have to be that same exact story, but it's a very similar story. And so many people messaged me going, I heard that song, and I cried. I think it's a wonderfully written song. He sang it so good in the studio. It's my number two favorite radio song right now. This is Morgan Evans' Over For You. Any guesses on what number one is? Hmm. It's tough because we're doing my top three favorite radio songs, singles right now, that that record labels are trying with. And I got an email going, hey, I know you said you don't pick the songs you play every morning, but what are your favorite songs? So number three was Haley Witter's Everything She Ain't. I hope that's a massive hit. Number two was Morgan Evans' Over For You, that one we just played. Honorable mention, probably four, which we're not going to be able to play in its entirety, was... Zach Bryan, something in the orange. Yeah. This is an awesome song. But we still have number one to go. It's easy. What? what? About? It's Jake going. Yeah, up there, down there. That's it. That is not it on the list right That's here. That's a good one, though. Oh. Yeah, it is a it is a really good one. Yeah, it, gets, it's, it gets stuck in my head. What do you think? I need a little up. Now I'm like, dang, maybe I should have picked that one. <laughs> Any guesses? Hmm. Any hints? No. I'll say this. I saw her at the Opry. Oh. And she's so cool. We were walking by. I was taking Caitlin's dad and grandpa and my wife, Caitlin. We were walking around backstage at the Opry. I was kind of giving them the tour. And she was in a room. And I was like, hey, what's going on? And, she, and we were just going to not bother the person because they're getting ready for a show. And they were like, no, come in. Come in, come in. I'll meet everybody. And so they spent time with Caitlin's grandpa. I talked with him for a long time. Caitlin's dad. And then us. And then I was like, hey, we should go so you can get ready. And they're like, well, okay. Like, they're that cool. Okay. They okay. played that song. They, the, the song we're about to play, they, they played in this studio. And it was like, well, dang, that's real good. Dang, like, what di- is this? Different next level good. They? Huh? Yeah, they? he did say I'm using they, they as a, as yeah. a, I'm not saying he, he or she. Okay. okay uh. well, now I'm picturing multiple people, but mm-hmm. yes. Go ahead, anybody? 
Morgan? Ashley McBride. That's it. Oh, yeah. Ashley oh McBride and her new song, Light On in the Kitchen, is my favorite song right now on the radio. Oh, so good. I love it. Here it is. Number one. <laughs> All right, it's a rock and roll version of a very famous TV theme. The last time we played this, our listeners loved it. Give me number one. This does not count. This is an example only. Buzz in with your name oh, when you know right. it. Here we go. Buzz Rock. Okay, that almost sounds like the real friends. one. Yeah, friends. Yeah, Friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Play that whole thing again, will you? Okay, you have five, guys. All right. Buzz in with your name. Let's go. Number one. Next one up. Let's go. Malcolm in the middle. No. Oh, oh. I, uh, Give Amy a little bit more of it, like 10 more seconds. Go. I think I got it now. Am I close? Because I can't think. Time. You know what I got, though. Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld. Man. Okay. Yeah, you had it. Yeah. And what you were doing that, I was like, hurry up and count, count, count. I know. I needed like 10 more seconds. This right. is tough. Here we go. Next one up. I'm gonna give you guys a big hint. I don't want to be negative, but this is impossible. Whoa! You had the last one. Yeah, you got the. He got the first one. So I would. Okay, go ahead. Uh, First of all, Amy gets a yellow card. (gasps) Put that in. That was just. Yeah, you know, I'm in the mood. Here we go. So listen to the very first of this again. Okay, Okay. go. Cool. I listen to the beginning. That right there. More than this. Play the very first part again. Go. Nobody gets it. Ray, just play the other one now. This is the real one? This is, I thought this was still the fake one. Stranger Things. Oh, I've never seen it. Dang, didn't watch it. <laughs> I mean, kind of season one. Two left. That was, right. yeah, Lunchbox with a 1 0 lead. Woo! Domination! <laughs> Next up, go.
What do you have? Rugrats? No. Let's watch that a few more seconds so that you both feel like you have it. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. King of Queens. No. It's Charlie Brown. Peanuts. Oh, yeah. I, I had a cartoon. Oh, you were close. That's it. Uh, wow. All right, last one. Lunchbox, if nobody gets it, you win. Yeah! 1-0 domination! 1-0 domination. Amy, pressure's on you. Better ring in fast. Ready, Ray. Hit it. What? We'll count that as a buzz in, Lunchbox? No, I said I won. Yeah, but you yelled a name. We stopped the music, rated. What? I thought you buzzed in. You no! answer? Your no answer? way! Uh, time. X-Files! What in the world? Hey, Amy, listen to it. Answer? Oh, Succession? Hmm. What? Who wants to be a millionaire? Listen to this part. Now, will you play the rock version again? Yes, 1-0 domination. Do we have a rock version of this? Because I'm just rocking your world. What? Again. That was fun. It was, it was hard. Fun. It was pretty hard. Ray, play the next one. Anything, get anywhere, take a look, it's in a book. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Yeah. You walked him to it yeah. and it's done. Can go twice as high. How do you know that? Look. It's, it's in a book. book. A reading rainbow. I got a question. Seriously, how do you guys know that? It tells me something about you guys as kids. As kids, yeah, I read a lot of books. Then you watch this crap. I didn't watch it. Never. Thank you. I had to. It's cool. Oh, I chased it. Oh, you see? Bobby hunted it down. I chased it down. All right, congratulations. Nice win there. How many hours a week do you think most Americans work? Oh, most? 50? Whoa. Oh, no. Less. 45? Whoa. No, you don't have to change because they went, whoa. The peanut gallery is going, whoa. Not, you say 50. Yeah. You? 30. Yeah, I'm going to go like 30. But this just says something about you guys. It, it's almost 50. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's, oh. It's, they're working it's like that much. 48, 49. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but that oh. says enough about you guys. <laughs> And it says enough about her oh, that we can see what's happening around here. Yeah, 48 to 49 hours a week. That's what most Americans work on average. In comparison, European countries do about 25 to 30 hours a week. Yeah, they got to figure it out. Do they? Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. Why don't you move that? to Europe, homie? What is it? What is it? Work smart, not hard. Is that what it is? Uh, work harder, not... No, no. no okay, see? All right, never mind. Work smarter, not Amy's Piles next. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. You ever heard of time blindness? No, but you know animals have no sense of time. Dogs don't. Yeah. They have time blindness. 
because I'll be gone for like four days and I come back home and Stanley and Ella don't give a crap. And I'm like, I blame this on time blindness <laughs> instead of them just being disinterested right. in general. Yeah, why? What is it? Well, it can mean that you're always late or you're oh. always way too early to avoid being late because you have poor perception of time. And you can't really estimate how long it's going to take to do something. I know a few people with time blindness. Oh, yeah. But they're never on the early part of that story. <laughs> they're always on the late part. I don't think I have time blindness, but I will get places a little too early. Just because I don't want to be late. But, but that's because I'm so hyper aware of time. And I respect other people. Because if you're late all the time, it's a respect thing. So a lot of people with ADHD have time blindness. Oh, crap. I knew it was medical and now I'm the jerk. <laughs> right. And so that's exactly what I was going to say is like now, can you be medically late? <laughs> you show up with your time blindness card. Hey, sorry. Yes. Here's my card. The doctor gave it to me. Never heard of such thing. Don't believe in such thing. What? This is you science. You heard It's a piece of paper. You print it off. All right. What else you got? <laughs> Calming rooms are a thing. Some offices have them. Some schools have them. But the big debate right now is should all workplace and schools have them for people that may need to have a designated space to relax, reduce stress, unwind, practice mindfulness, and that if we would implement this type of room, that we would be more productive. I hear you. And if you have the space, if you have a school or workplace that has an extra room, you can definitely make it this. The problem is people are going to take advantage of it. And if you're a boss and you know Lunchbox, I don't need to go to the mindfulness room. <laughs> we know you don't need to go get some mindfulness. What do you think I'm going in there to do? I don't want to know. <laughs> so, but I, yeah, I like it. The theory is great. I like the principle, but it's going to be tough to pull off. Just give people a minute. They need to go outside, take a couple minutes, take a walk. Just give them a couple minutes. Because also, in the general rule here on this show is if you're sick or if you're just not feeling right, don't worry about coming in because if you ain't good, you ain't going to be good for me or for us. So, you know, if your employees or the people that you're leading, if you keep pushing them and they're not healthy, you're not going to get what you need out of them. So I think it's just a culture change too, more than just a mindful room. Calming room, but yeah. Whatever it is, same thing. <laughs> what else you got? Jelly Roll plans to release four new albums this year. Uh, country. That's a lot of jelly. Yeah, man, it is. <laughs> a lot of jelly. Yeah, he said he didn't do anything in 2022 releasing, releasing music-wise, so he's going to let it all out this year. Country, rock, rap, and then a surprise collab project. Listen, his songs are good. That song where he's like, I only go to advice to God or when I need it. Oh, yeah. Only pray. Wow, I forget how it goes. That's like the jam. Need a favor. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that need a favor song. Because I only know the theme of it. It comes on. I kind of turn that one up. And I don't turn anything up anymore. Do you have that, Ray? I only talk to God when I need a favor. Man, that's good, huh? Yeah. And I like, you feel like that could be on, like, for sure, country, but also, like, alternative. For sure. Like, Jelly Roll's doing it. That's, that's awesome. All right, what else? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Some lifeguards got a call. They were in Long Beach, California. They say, hey, there's a small white dog running around. It's loose. It's in the parking lot. It's kind of on the edge of the beach. It's just all over the place. So the lifeguards go in there. Come here, dog. Hip. Dog will not come to them. Takes off just running toward the water. Well, it's the ocean, and this is a small dog, and the dog's just swimming out toward the horizon. Oh, no. So a lifeguard's like, I got to go do a dog save. So a lifeguard puts on his wetsuit, grabbed a rescue board and a buoy, paddled out. The dog was running. For I don't know what the dog's running from, by the way. Kept on swimming 
And so finally, he was able to get the dog, wrap it with his arm, pull it up on the board, and take it back to the beach. So they said, hey, this happened. They put it on social media. What's up? A family whose dog had run away that were visiting at the beach. They couldn't find the dog. was just freaking out. I didn't know what to do. But they saved the dog. The dog got back with the family. Family's got the dog back. Wow. That's a crazy story. I feel like I was holding my breath and then I could <laughs> exhale there. Mm-hmm. We have our own lifeguard here that saved mm-hmm. a couple people. Yeah, that's me. But look, I've never done an animal save. Like yeah. that sounds complicated. You've done some human saves. How many? Nah, I, well, two. One was a well, three total. One was a double save. Come on, legit, man. Tell me that in a Disney movie. You want me to tell you the story again? I've told no, it about ten I times. We're good. But you know, I'm I'm good to hear it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was on the sand, right? And then this kid's on the diving board. It's really deep, probably about 10, 12 feet. He jumps in. He can't swim. The mom's like, "Oh my gosh, he can't swim!" So then she jumps in. Well, guess what? She can't swim either. So they're both calling for me. Help! Help! So I jump in, get the kid first, then I grab the mom, bring him back to the shore. Double save. Amazing, man. Double yeah. save. The guy that does animation for our show sometimes should animate that. Oh, absolutely. Saving lives. You want me to tell the story again slower? Yeah. Okay. For the animation? Yeah. <laughs> so it was a bright, sunny day, right? Nice. Beautiful. Kids were playing out there. The pool was full. Loaded of people. So almost, I think it was a 4th of July weekend even. I look out there and I see this kid on the diving board. I'm like, oh, sure, he can swim. Gets on the edge of the diving board, jumps in the water. He can't swim. And it's probably 12 feet deep. And he's waving his hands. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I got to save him. But then the mom gets up and goes, oh, my gosh, that's my son. He can't swim. She jumps in, tries to save him. Then she can't swim. She's like, I can't swim either. Oh, my gosh. So they're both in the pool waiting to be saved. That's when I blew my whistle. I'm coming in. I jump in. I go to the kid, probably about 10 yards away. Swim to the kid, grab him with my right arm. Then I locate the mom on the other side of the pool. I swim to the mom with the kid on my right arm. Grab the mom with my left arm. Ugh, I push with my legs. Circular motion. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I, at some point, Bones, I think my head was underwater. Mm. I thought I was going to die. We were all almost going down. Then, before you know it, I reached, felt the edge of the pool, saved them both. Wow! It's a hero. Wow, Not all man. heroes wear capes. Some of them swim. Thank Do we you have for- witnesses? Uh, probably. I'm yeah, sure. Somewhere. I'm I mean, sure. Amy, I mean, yeah. Amy, did you not hear the pool was I mean, packed? It was packed. July 4th. Fourth of yeah, yeah. July weekend. Obviously, <laughs> there was great witnesses. story. Thank you, man. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.